0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghosts. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah and Lindsay.
1: Hey guys. Hello. Hi. So, question. Yes. Answers.
0: When do you guys set up your Christmas stuff?
1: I do it the either the Friday or the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Oh. I always wait late. for Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. <laughs> No. It is still fall. Shocker, Lindsay has an
0: opinion about this. I like... No, no, no. no.
1: I love fall. It's my favorite season, so I love the decorations. So I enjoy it through September, October, and November. And then as soon as Thanksgiving's over, fear game, Christmas.
0: See, not me. I'm a Halloween and Christmas.
1: It's not even like I'm a big Thanksgiving person. I just enjoy fall.
0: Thanksgiving's like... November doesn't feel like Christmas season. You know what? That feels rude. (laughs) My birthday is in November.
1: We have a... um, (laughs) Like, we do Thanksgiving, obviously, and then Friday, Black Friday is one of my favorite days of the entire year.
0: Oh, boy. So I do my oh, Black no, Friday shopping, and we do the Christmas shopping. <laughs> oh, my
1: gosh. It is one of my favorite days of the year, and it was honestly, like, last year, I was so bummed <laughs> about Black Friday You're about COVID. You're about
0: more bummed. I think a lot more stores are closing down. I know.
1: I know. And honestly, with COVID, I, mean, I still don't I feel get comfortable it. doing it, but it will be um, online. Last year was online. But I was really bummed.
2: Online is my safe place. No. 100%. I, I love online, online really. shopping.
1: <laughs> love it so much. We go and like we stand in lines. We used to go in Dallas and it was crazy. What? That sounds terrible. And like I am walking around like once. It was before I had kids. And we went with my in-laws and like we're all there. And I forgot the buggy. You don't want to get a buggy. I'm because forgetting. We're back to the buggy. <laughs> Buggies slow it. you down.
2: Shopping carts do slow they you down. slow you down. Yeah. They get
1: in the way you can't get the good stuff. So I literally had like a whole armful where I couldn't see around it. And I'm just walking like this.
2: Oh, like in a, a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes. Aww. Like the Grinch
1: with the presents. Yes. That's exactly how I was. And Evan was like, I'm going to go get us a buggy. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I was like just grabbing stuff and piling it on top. I couldn't see. And I'm just like moving around people. And then I would dump it in the buggy and I'd go run and grab stuff. It is my favorite. It is the one time of the year that my like aggressiveness comes out, and I am not oh, afraid no. to like the one time get in front of people, <laughs> get what I need. Mean. What I scout it the out. I know exactly year? where we're gonna go. You don't drive
2: <laughs> the other three hundred and sixty-four days a year. <laughs> well,
1: when I'm driving too. We scout out the stores beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite times Black Friday shopping was before I was married. I was in college and I went to see my sister for Thanksgiving and she had little kids. So we were hitting up the Disney store because that's where you go for Black Friday shopping. In the mall. And we were going at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. We were going to be there. Me and her and her husband. The day before... On Thanksgiving, we went to the Disney store. We scouted it out. We were like, we had a plan. You're going to go get this. You're going to go get this. You're going to go get this. We had it. 4 a.m., we're all waiting for the gates to open. They open the gates. We go in and realize they rearranged the entire store overnight.
2: Oh, how dare
1: they? <laughs> and we go in and we froze. And we we're like, oh, no, this is all different. My brother-in-law just goes, go, go, go. And we just like ran around the store and like grabbed stuff. It was the most fun. Listen, this is the most fascinating story I've heard
0: in a long time. I in no way have the amount of patience or dedication to anything like that. I have the utmost anxiety.
2: For situations, for the I could never, I could never. I went one time. I committed to Black Friday one year, yes, where I like scoped out the ads and looked at the the opening times uh-huh. and how they staggered. Uh-huh. And I mean, it was fine. It was just She's
1: excited hearing you say that. <laughs> I go. I get eighty percent of my Christmas shopping done on Black Friday alone. Hmm. And Evan hates it, but he has gone every single year we've been together. Should I me. let
2: you know what I want then Yeah, same. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I literally well, scoped it all I have to out look in advance. So we're going
1: out. We go out on now we go out on Thanksgiving night we go out at like 10 11 midnight 1 a.m. and
0: literally yeah. I went once to Best Buy and I bought like um like some game mm-hmm. some game that my kids like to play and they didn't even care that much about oh, it. Oh gosh. And then I was like never again. Mm-hmm. We go to <laughs> three or, three or
1: four places normally.
0: Mm-hmm. So thank you it. Amazon for helping me out for that. Yeah,
1: so last year I sat and watched TV and drank wine and did it on Amazon and I mean it just wasn't the same but so here's something, something that exciting. stresses
2: me out is wanting one thing and them not having it like i just didn't get there in time i didn't run fast enough i didn't push over grandma and <laughs> what that sounds just like something you would do i know right and so <laughs> that's the why way. <laughs> i like to do it online because they usually have lots of stock i agree completely but then
1: you miss the adrenaline rush <laughs>
2: Oh, see, we have different ideas. I get adrenaline <laughs> when
1: I, like, type in the
2: website and, like, no, no what I want.
1: it. And then I hit enter.
2: And then I, like, no, there exactly it is. is. Yeah. And it. then I
1: hit click to buy. But you have cool. to, like,
2: you have to put it in your cart and then buy it very quickly or else somebody else could get it. I'm siding with Boydston on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if I will be brave enough to go Black Friday shopping again this year. Last year, we definitely didn't because. Listen,
0: that is, like, a tragic event sometimes. People are.
1: People have, have people have died i know people get crazy lindsey is because the people like off. you <laughs> i don't i don't go with a buggy buggies are dangerous God damn. <laughs> if you say buggy <laughs> one more time so my husband pushes that around it and i just go grab stuff and then i come and dump it in the cart and then i go running off again he's just on his phone do you guys save all it. of
2: your money for the whole year and spend it on that one day
1: we do like i said 80 percent of my christmas shopping is done on black friday I don't start Christmas shopping until after Thanksgiving's done. That's my other thing. This is like
2: a fast. Mine has to coincide is a whole with a different
1: episode. <laughs> episode.
0: Like we have to do a whole episode on Lindsay doing <laughs> Black Friday shopping. <laughs> it is my, one of my favorite like days mini of the episode. year.
1: Nice. So when Same do you days. guys decorate for Christmas? <laughs> we oh, yeah. on Black Friday. You. Um
0: as soon as Halloween's done, I take those decorations down and put Christmas up.
1: Oh okay. So you have your Christmas tree up at Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm a real Christmas tree kind of a bitch.
1: I love Christmas. Mm, It's my favorite time of the year. But I let Thanksgiving have its rightful place. Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Thanksgiving can fuck all the way off.
2: (laughs) Mine is sometime between Halloween and Thanksgiving. Yeah, I can get down with that. And I was just, the reason why we're talking about this is I was asking them before. I was like, so when's the right time? Because I just, I want to do, you know, the kosher thing. No, you don't. And you apparently, do there is you. no right time.
1: There is no right time. My grandma, I FaceTimed her um, this past week before. I FaceTimed her before Halloween. Her Christmas tree was up. Mm-hmm. So, grandma, uh, before, it's not even Halloween. she you know goes, what? Whatever I feels good to her.
0: If she doesn't feel Halloween, then whatever. But, like, I like to decorate for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm going to let it have its yeah. moment. But as soon as it's done, I do not give two shits about Thanksgiving other than, like, hanging out with my family.
1: Mine's not really, but I'm not it's gonna like fall. decorate for that
0: because Christopher Columbus can fuck all the way off. Oh yeah. It's well, gross. Anyways, what are we gonna talk about tonight?
1: <laughs> I am going to do a commuter episode for you guys, and I was thinking, what do I want to do? What do what, I want to do? do what you want to do? The focus is on me, and I was like, what do they Lizzie, like listening to? The spotlight to?
0: is on you.
1: And what do you guys like when I do? Oh, you God. like when I do we love cryptids. You love cryptids. Turn on your monitor, Boydstun. Oh, okay. <laughs> chupacabra. I'm doing the Chupacabra. All right. So, Chupacabra for those who do not know is a legendary creature that originated in Puerto Rico with first sightings in the 1970s. So, as far as like cryptids and urban legends, this is a fairly recent one. Like 1970s and really didn't gain traction until 1990s. So,
0: 70s, yeah. Baby, fairly recent. Yeah.
1: Baby, I think of like cryptid. Bigfoot, and Dracula, who've been around forever. He's he's a newbie. He is. He's a baby. Chup
0: at him. Chup,
1: chupacabra. like the chup. And I need you guys chup-a. to come up with a nickname. I know you're gonna do it. It's chup. It's chup. So chup-a. Chupar, chupar. Chupar means to suck. Chupar. Chupar. Cabras means goats. So it is literally Spanish for goat sucker. The goat sucker. The goat sucker. So it's technically El Chupacabra. Next slide, please. <laughs> There's Puerto Rico. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so this is oh, where it originated. Oh, there, it's so tiny. <laughs> so the Chupacabra is said to... It's part of the U.S. It is a U.S. territory. It's a
0: U.S. cryptid, FYI.
1: It is said goat to sucker. attack and drink the blood of livestock, including goats, hence... Goat
2: sucker. Goat sucker, yes. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> So the first reportings, like I said, started in 1975 in Mocha, Puerto Rico, where there was a series of livestock killings. So at the time, they were attributed to what they called the Vampire of Mocha, and villagers initially believed that it was a satanic cult. 1970s, I mean, this is kind of when satanism was getting all the ritualistic killings. This is like
0: pre-satanic panic. Right. But, (laughs) like, still a thing. Still a thing. Like, leaning up to it. So
1: they thought, oh, oh I there's some sacrifice yeah. rituals going on. That's why our livestock Definitely are being killed.
0: Definitely occultism. Like, yeah, for sure. They
1: were there. They were thinking it. But more and more killings were reported around the island of Puerto Rico. And farms continued to report loss of livestock. Goats. It was goats. It was goats included. <laughs> it was a goat sucker. <clears throat> but chickens as well. Um, sheep. Things like that. Each of the animals were reported to have its body bled dry through a series of small circular incisions. Which is again why they were thinking this was ritualistic, because it was just sucking holes. Weird. Yes. Hole sucking goat. Vampire Chicken. Vampires. Chicken goat. Goat, goat sucking
2: goats goat sucking. Goats sucking holes. <laughs> holes.
1: <laughs> oh choop. Sweet oh, little choops. choops. <laughs> right, so we're going to fast forward now to March 1995. Eight sheep were found dead in Puerto Rico, each with three puncture wounds in the chest area and also drained completely of blood. So they're like, hmm, this has happened before. So August 1995, an eyewitness named Madeline Tolentino (laughs) reported seeing an unknown creature in the town of Mm Canovanas, where Mm -hmm. already 150 farm animal and pets had been killed. Mostly goats and chickens. All of them drained of blood. Worst. There were some domestic pets as well. You know, you glossed over go- it the first time, <laughs> and
2: you just had to throw that I'm out not there. Go but go she with said some
1: domestic pets.
0: I would have named them. So yes, pass off I'm to not going to
1: name them. It got so bad that some people like completely left the village because they're like, "What is happening? Our livestock is like their livelihood at that point." Sure. And children were having to be escorted to school by their parents because they're like, "There's some animal. Something is on the loose." By April 1996, so mm-hmm. almost a year later. The number had been up to 2,000 animals. So, Madeline Tolentino, she reports seeing this unknown creature in August of 1995. She reports that it was reptile-like skin, leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin, and had sharp spines or quills running down its back, approximately three to four feet tall, and would stand and hop, similar to that of a kangaroo. Justin Bieber. It had large black or red eyes. <laughs> and Do you know he's a lizard person? Smelled
0: like sulfur. I did know he was a lizard person, <laughs> but I did not put it together. He was a choops.
1: Next. Oh, should have known. And it smelled like sulfur. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> That's the
1: choops. Choupies. <laughs> the choupes. Well,
2: that's terrifying. It
1: is terrifying. <laughs> um, sometimes Chubbies? depicted with wings, sometimes Mm-mm. not. So... This is what Madeline Tolentino said she saw eating her goats.
0: A.K.A. the goat sucker.
1: And so people Uh, panicked, as they do. I would. (laughs) Right. This is pretty scary. (laughs) Yeah. Justin Bieber. So Puerto Rican comedian Silvero Perez, he first coined the term chupacabra, and he was talking about the attacks as a radio DJ in San Juan, and like, the name stuck. Like, everyone was like, goat sucker. Yes. That's what we're naming him. So, since then, he's been called the Chupacabra. Oh, gosh. (laughs) What
0: a terrible name.
1: So, some theories. At that time, people were thinking about 40 minutes away from Canovanas, where 2,000 animals had been, you know, drained of blood. There is Fort Buchanan, which is a U.S. military base. And the town would occasionally get U.S. military personnel who would come there and stay from time to time. So, they're like, is this an escaped military experiment? What is this? 100%.
0: 100%. It's an alien.
2: I love a good conspiracy. I love a good alien.
1: The mayor, um, <laughs> Jose Ramon Kimosoto, decided to start a safari to hunt the, Koopa, the chupacabra. I'm just going to call them choops. Choops, Yeah, I like it. All right. He decided to start hunting the choops. I mean, why not? Got some militia people. He looks terrible. He so. got about 200 people, including some armed cops, and they would drag a goat along in a cage as bait behind a truck, and would be up on the truck in the truck bed with their guns and a giant crucifix, trying to hunt the troops.
2: Oh, my gosh. Do crucifixes help with aliens putting up No, off, but I think they were vibes? kind of
1: thinking vampire still, because of oh, the draining blood. Oh, so now it's a vampire. Oh, I mean, like, they don't know what it is. And he has That's the whole thing. Titles. That's what they have to go off of, is one person's account, and that's what it looks like.
0: So we're just going to put a crucifix <clears throat> out there for vibes.
1: You know, you never know. It doesn't hurt to have a crucifix around.
0: Listen, I'm gonna ask you again for the billionth time, have you ever played Phasmophobia? This is what it's no, like. No, I have not. It's like putting out a crucifix for some vibes. When um, in doubt, carry a crucifix. It's yeah, good life and then advice. you Stand on it if you're scared.
1: Oh, okay, because they can't get you if you're standing That's on exactly it. That's exactly right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. In fact, you get
1: points. Okay. Okay. So sadly they never caught the the choops after no. hunting it. They <laughs> so they it. think so they think. Obviously, around this time, this is the 90s, this mayor, he's getting lots of interviews, giving them out, and the USA gets a hold of the story because, like we said, Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory, and the Washington Post and the New York Times both print the story, and now the USA is like, oh my goodness, yes, we are on board with the Choops. Let's get it. <laughs> Support our Choops. <laughs> Support our Choops. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Can we get, like, stickers that say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the Puerto Rican government also steps in at this time because they're like, oh, crap. This is going to really negatively affect the tourism of Puerto Rico. People aren't going to want to come here. So they bring in biologists to come in and see if they can find out what's going on. So some theories that the biologists had. Bats that were maybe drawn to new food oh, sources. For sake. You like, had to go there. <laughs> maybe a vampire bat. Mm-hmm.
0: This... This is a morphism of a bat. Um, Can you
1: imagine a bat? No, that's not a bat at all. (laughs) Three to four feet tall.
0: It's a vampire bat.
1: They also thought maybe it was wild dogs that were attacking. And they also thought that they're... So apparently there were doing some experiments and testing on monkeys at this time near to this village. And they thought maybe these monkeys escaped. And late at night, maybe she saw the red eyes of the monkey standing up on its hind legs. I mean... Who knows?
0: With, with, with spines? I don't know. Um, spines could with be <laughs> little sensors.
1: Like, like, you know like what I mean? medical you know, sensors coming yeah. I mean, off of them. Maybe they're thinking maybe she got carried away. I don't know. So Wait, that was one you of them. to
0: justify the monkey theory? Oh, no.
1: No, I put in my notes, an escaped monkey for scientific testing sounds crazier than the choops. The
0: chi- mm. <laughs> <sighs> I have feelings about that, but proceed.
1: All right, so soon... Other bizarre animal deaths start getting reported in other countries, including Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, the Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Honduras, Mexico, Nicaragua, Panama, Peru, and the U.S. of A.
0: So just a couple?
1: Just a couple. They're all like, oh, yeah, hey, we got these animals being drained of blood, too. Maybe the Chukes made his way over. Oh, it's just monkeys. <laughs> bats. We're going to fast forward to the 2000s. Okay. 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 In the US of A, like I said, they start getting reports. Anybody want to take a guess what state has the most reports Texas. of the cheese? Oh. Damn straight, it's Texas. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was going to guess. <laughs> There's something wrong with Texas. <laughs> There's a lot
2: Texas and it's te- cryptids. it's Texas.
1: <laughs> in Texas all right good guess. Good thank guess. you
2: thank you my next guest was gonna be florida
1: oh, <laughs> no it's texas this time
0: i had to really think i'm like we're the cryptids <laughs> she was all over it yes,
1: I, know. <laughs> I know this story okay june 2007 we're going to south central texas to a ranch that's owned by phyllis canyon what <sighs> canyon 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 c-a-n-i-o-n can- canyon,
2: canyon,
1: canyon, canyon. I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> it's owned by Phyllis. It's like onion, oh, but canyon. Can- canyon. She is a an naturopathic doctor and a hunter who is out on her ranch in broad daylight. Let that be known. This is daylight. Okay. And she sees a canine figure, hairless, with blue-gray flesh and bony limbs. And then she found one of her chickens with his throat torn open, drained of blood. Mm. So she's like, this is weird. So she keeps seeing this creature showing up on her ranch and leaving her chickens dead. So she sets up cameras, can't catch anything. So then she goes to her neighbors and she's like, hey, just let me know if you're getting any of this, if there's some creature that's killing your animals. And eventually she finds the creature dead on the side of the road, loaded it into her tractor, photographed it back at her ranch, and then took it to a taxidermist, had it stuffed and put it up in her living room. As one does. As one does. This is where the story of the Choupes kind of changes. And so now they're describing it as a hairless dog on four legs. As they are. um, With a pronounced (laughs) spine, pronounced eye sockets, fangs and claws like protruding teeth, and drains blood through three holes in the shape of a downwards pointing triangle. Have
2: you ever seen a hairless bear? No, I feel like that might be a hairless bear.
1: Here we that go. That is the animal she caught and stuffed.
0: Uh, no, that's he just a dog.
1: Looks really like a sad dog. She has that on display in her living room.
0: That's weird, but um, he looks like
2: a very sick dog. Everybody's got hobbies, I guess.
1: <laughs> so, um, fun fact: while I was doing this PowerPoint, my child was sitting next to me and saw this picture, and he goes, "Oh, it's a hyena." <laughs> Yes,
2: mm. and he's not
1: Hairless. wrong. I was like that's actually a good observation, but like
2: a coyote, mm-hmm. oh, I get
1: that. So, Benjamin Radford, he wrote a book called Tracking the Tracking the Chupes <laughs> in 2011, obviously. And he spent years tracking the chupes. He would go through all of South America and parts of the US. He wrote about the origins of the description of the chupes and discovered that reports of blood sucking were never actually confirmed by autopsy to conclude if the blood had been drained from the body. An analysis by a veterinarian who examined over 300 of the victims claimed that they had not been bled dry as reports claimed. All right. So he also said that, quote, in dead animals, and you guys can probably like, I know not animals, but with bodies, I'm assuming it's kind of the same thing. (laughs) The drop in the blood pressure leads to the blood pooling in the lowest portion of the body. Mm-hmm. And he said if you stick an animal with a knife, it's not going to bleed unless you flipped it over where the blood has seeped to and people aren't thinking to do that. Okay, right. Because
0: if your heart's not beating, right. it's not going to like perfuse to your limbs. So he's saying people
1: were like checking so it by stabbing play. it and no blood was coming out. So they're like, oh, they're drinking blood.
0: Okay, weird way to check, but right. I mean- okay but he was like stab if, it. if the blood's
1: pooling it's not gonna bleed
0: you probably wouldn't also notice pooling right in an animal as much as you would with I, a I human don't. it's all weird
1: with an animal that's like dark leathery skin like that like I mean it's like a gray black I, get it. I
0: don't know <sighs> there's things that you would not do
1: it's all fucked up okay yeah proceed. it's all weird Phyllis she has been on over 60 documentaries now talking about her experience with the Choops, because she is convinced this is a Choops. I love the Choops. Ben Radford, who wrote the book, said that Texas is a chupacabra factory. And that's in quotes. Because of all the sightings in Texas. And I just love that. He's like, yeah. Sure. Texas is the Choops factory. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the U.S. <laughs> reports. So since they came out and said that this looks different than what Puerto Rico said... The U.S. reports were mainly attributed to dogs and coyotes with some genetic abnormalities or mange. You guys know what mange is?
0: Yes, I do. Um, Which this does look like a dog with mange. And also, I just want to point out that there is a stuffed zebra.
1: Yes, she does have a stuffed zebra. She's only, a hunter. Remember? Yeah, she was a hunter. So, Why would you hunt a zebra? She said she'd been to Africa and like I all these other this. countries. <laughs> yeah.
0: So she's, of course, going to have a tube. Listen, she have Texas, we love you, ivory. but also Texas. Texas. What? Texas. Can, right. we <laughs> Can we not? Can we
1: not? All right. So Mange, for those who don't know, it's like basically where mites get underneath the skin. It can happen to humans, too. It's more like scabies, kind of, for humans. But dogs, it's really bad where they basically Specific just-
0: Specific to, to dogs when yes. they call it mange. Yes. yes.
1: And so it's basically mm-hmm. they scratch off all they their They lose fur. all their hair. Yeah, because yeah, they scratch it off because they're so itchy. And so dogs who are strays, hairless- But I feel like they
0: can become encephalopathic because it goes to their brain oh. and because they start kind of losing their mind over it.
1: So because they lose their hair, their skin is going to become super thick and leathery and they get nasty looking scabs all over them. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously if they're strays, they're going to look emaciated. Emaciated. There's really two reports of the tubes. Those from Puerto Rico, which Mm -hmm. I kind of showed you guys earlier, that looked like an alien. And then those from America, Texas, really, where it looks like a wild feral dog. Yep. Terrible. Yeah. So, in late October 2010, University of Michigan biologist Barry O'Connor concluded that all the chupacabra reports in the U.S. were coyotes infected with the parasite. I'm not going to say the Latin word for it, but mange, okay. Uh, whose symptoms would explain most of the features of the chupacabra? So he's saying they'd be left with little fur, they'd have thick skin, and they would smell maybe like sulfur, but they I would mean, smell yeah. pretty bad, terrible. Um, he theorized
2: so this lady has a stuffed. Coyote with mange. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. In, in her, her living room, you can see <laughs> her couch right there. A zebra head,
2: <laughs> just the head. So oh, okay. This lady
0: has oh, okay.
1: So he has he's some props. saying these dogs, these coyotes, are hunting livestock because these animals are so weakened, they're starving, they're going to have a hard time hunting, so they may be forced into attacking livestock because it's easier than running down a rabbit or a deer or something that they'd have to chase that they're not going to have the energy for. Yeah. Well, goats don't run fast. Chickens don't run fast. Okay. Okay. So most of them have protruding teeth. You can kind of see, and so they're saying like maybe you know it's got a protruding spine. That just makes
0: me sad. It's sad
1: because you could tell it's starving. So Phyllis says that she has had five different universities test the DNA of her tubes, and they all come back identical, not matching any animal in their archives. Now that is interesting. Radford, the guy who wrote the book, says, no, that ain't true. Oh, okay. He goes, every DNA test that they have done has resulted for either some coyote or some dog breed that they think people in Texas have been inbreeding to make it look like a choops. Okay. To try to get some clout.
0: So maybe she could interpret it in a certain way. Uh-huh. They don't know what it is.
1: Am I am I cool for saying clout?
0: Oh my God, Lindsay, you're so cool <laughs> Thank for you. saying clout.
1: Thank you. Thank you. All Amazing. Right. <laughs> Um, So, Phil says that she believes the tubes are a type of coyote that has not been discovered yet, and it's hairless and likes the taste of blood. So, that's her theory. Hate that. Yeah. Radford is like, no. Like, this is just coyotes who are starving, and it got transformed from there. Okay. So, going back to kind of Puerto Rico, and, you know, because what they reported seeing was not at all looking like a dog... When Radford was writing his book, Tracking the Chupacabra, he spoke to Tolentino, who was the first person to ever say that she saw this creature back in Puerto Rico. And that same year, he discovered that a sci-fi film called Species was released, and the film was partially filmed in Puerto Rico, so it was really popular in Puerto Rico, and she had seen it. And the monster she described is literally identical to her reports of what the chupacabra looks like. Mm. So he's thinking she just... Saw something, and it could have been like a wild coyote, a wild dog. Could have been something, and she had seen this movie, and just it grew from there. Her brain filled in the pieces. Yes, there are so many videos if you Google, like, yeah. of people seeing a chupacabra, and They're- almost all of them are in oh. Texas. <laughs> in the US. Oh my god, Texas,
0: get it together! So
1: who knows? I mean, maybe this is stuff <laughs> of legends, and there's no truth to it. Maybe there Either is a like goat I'm- sucking I'm demon dog out there that's killing livestock alien dogs alien yeah, dog it's maybe alien there's dog. some alien monkey i don't know it's not a monkey <laughs> it's, i don't think it's a monkey
0: it's an alien dog
1: but that is the story of the chupacabra
2: well thank you
1: you're welcome for the chupes what are your, what are your thoughts
2: on the choops? i think choops is baloney
1: <gasps> dude I that's the first by time you. I <laughs> do say that i thought you would yell me if i said that
2: Tell me what. No. Um, it just seems like somebody saw something based off a movie that they saw. And then there's also some lady in Texas who has a coyote with mange <laughs> stuffed in her living room.
1: I thought that was so weird.
2: I'm not going to disagree.
0: But yes, the A lady is. in Texas with coyote with mange. Because she has a lot of weird things in her living room.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And also... The only like legit photos you see all all look like coyotes with mange. Mm -hmm. Right.
1: I looked at lots of videos and photos of people who said that they've seen it and they all look like feral dogs
0: or like coyotes with mange. Right. And so I know I inserted myself a minute ago (laughs) in this conversation about my mom's picture, but she has a house at the Lake of the Ozarks. We've talked about it before. We have recorded down there. Mm-hmm. And she was out on a walk and she sent me a picture and she was like, what do you think of this? And I was like, oh my gosh, people will probably think that's the chupacabra. And she said, "Olf thinks it's a coyote with mange. And Ulf was always right. So, Yeah.
1: And I will say that. I think that's where we're going. <laughs> Chupes has been like in other parts besides Texas and the USA. Like it's been up in Maine and it's been I mean, yeah, this was in, in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. Texas is just the cheapest factory It has the most reported.
0: They are going to report it. Sightings. Yeah, because what do you think, Lindsay?
1: I think that it's just a coyote or a dog with mange, and people just like urban legends. They think it's fun. It's such like a new urban legend. Really? 1995 is when it started. Really? Yeah. I mean, 70s is like when it kind of started, but nobody picked up on it until 95. Wow. And then, like, even there was some report of, like, um, up in India, people were saying that they were having it, too. And I'm like, okay. I mean, this creature is not, did not just come out of nowhere in Puerto Rico, and now it's all over the world. I agree. The dogs and coyotes are everywhere, so.
2: It's a fun story, nonetheless. It
1: is fun.
2: Maybe it is truly an alien taking over.
1: Is that what your thoughts are? I mean,
0: yes. Because. (laughs) 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 I mean, yes. Here's the thing, like if it's like an age-old story, that's just like trying to like make itself new and mm-hmm. fresh. It's like, hey, I'm an alien. How can I? How can I make myself relevant?
1: Uh, coyotes. What do you think about the army base being near it, where it originated? You know what?
0: There's some validity to those stories, I think as well.
1: I mean, it could have been like something they were doing experiments on that did get out. And Question. two thousand livestock is a lot. Hang for on, is one that
0: dog. is that near the K- Koyome? I
1: don't know. Oh, that's what we should look at. That's the only part that kind of struck me as weird is that over the course of a year, 2,000 livestock is a lot
0: Koyomi for one dog. It is the um, Mexico's version of Roswell. Okay. And it is an interesting story. Well, this was in, in Puerto Rico. Okay. But
1: still, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's interesting.
0: Yeah. It's a fun story to talk yeah. about. My brain is buzzing now.
1: Okay, well, cool. All right. That's what I got you, for you guys for your, you. your episode. I did a cryptoid for you. Thank you. Cryptoid? <laughs> cryptoid, cryptid. Gosh, I'm tired. It's a cryptoid. It's a cryptoid. It's a cryptoid. It's a cryptoid. It's beautiful. Thank you. I, love it. I said it in a British accent. A cryptoid. It's a cryptoid. <laughs> I don't know if that was. No. Okay, yeah Sorry. Yep. sorry. That's sorry. how I'm playing it off.
0: No. <laughs> so
1: I know how much you guys something. love, you know, pan and.
0: <laughs> Listen, I was, pa- I was thinking about Patty pan. pan. <laughs> thinking about pan the other day how much fun that was <laughs> pan was fun and you had to be there
1: what you really did for goat goat that wasn't even pan it was goat man and moth man i did moth man
0: <laughs> yes but pan pan was where it started
1: <laughs> pan was we took it out all right guys thanks so much for tuning in this week for our little short commuter episode you can always find us at the tipsy and find our socials from there or send us an email if you have any ideas to the ghosts at gmail.com
2: Please give us a five-star rating anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it, and it really does help.
1: All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch you guys next week.
2: Okay, bye. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That
1: was bad. (laughs)